Hello and welcome back to the Centennial 38 podcast. My name is Waters. And I am Jared. This is your uh, monthly Rapids uh, podcast. Just for, checking in on you. From the, I don't know, two most, uh, two most, uh, what would be the word? Angry Twitter posters. <laughs> from the two most annoyed, I guess. I don't know. I, I, I feel like everyone has a right to be annoyed um and you know no there's no annoying olympics here but of the two of of the ones we seem to be the most vocal uh and for good reason because the Colorado Rapids are uh, officially the second worst team in MLS they can no longer clinch the wooden spoon another year of not being the worst uh not the worst um, not the worst in the league but we are the worst team in the nation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the in the lower 48. Uh, but there's hope on the horizon, right? Yes. Well, <laughs> there's hope because, uh, I mean, I mean, let, let, let's, let's recap first because before we go into that discussion, uh, C38, we decided uh, to do a walkout. That, that did happen in the month of September. I don't think we had a chance to, to really talk about it. Yeah, that uh, hadn't quite come together when we did the September special of the pod, but um, really tremendous uh, show of displeasure with, with the way things are going in Commerce City. And um, yeah, the the walkout was um, very visible, and the banners have been very vis- visible thereafter. Right. Now, Jared, the badge, the players, the fans deserve better. Uh, what is in your estimation, better. Is it, well, is it Jack Wilshere <laughs> coming off? Uh, Jack, I mean, for those of you unaware, Jack Wilshere has been reported as, uh, as a uh, candidate for the head coaching position. Uh, outlets are saying that the first round is over and that we're, I mean, this is all coming from, from Tom, uh, Tom Bogert, the scoops guy, but, um, he's saying that we're through the first round of candidates. One was an eclectic one. This, uh, following, you know, David Ornstein's report here, it looks like this guy is the eclectic coaching candidate. Jared, what are your thoughts? Well, uh, you know, when I, when I hear eclectic, I, I was thinking a, a little bit more, you know, uh, I, I don't know. This this doesn't strike me as super eclectic when you look at, aside from the fact that he's 31 years old. Um, he has been a guy that uh, Arsenal fans love Jack Wilshere. Uh, super Jack. Um, we, we loved him. He hated Tottenham. Uh, more than most players, you know, came up through the, the Arsenal Academy and really uh, just bleeds for Arsenal. Um, so as an Arsenal fan myself, I find it just so exciting to to think about what could happen and um it is a lot of conjecture it can be whatever you want it to be because wilshire has no uh you know senior team coaching experience for us to look at and say he's you know set in us into a style or he's a great recruiter or or any of those things we don't know that that's true uh, but the one exciting thing for all fans is that you recognize the name and uh you know it, it does give us possibilities of exciting things happening and there hasn't been a whole lot of excitement out in commerce city of late no um so you you are obviously very bullish on 
on Wilshire, but uh, in your opinion, do you think that that is something that the club, uh, I mean, I'll get into my thoughts into it in a little bit, but I mean, besides Wilshire, like as a candidate, where, where, where would you draw the line on or, or on, on what, what do Rapids, what would you think fans should deserve better? You know what I mean? Like as, as a kind of planting of the flag, uh, because you know, it made obvious there wasn't any. I mean, you and I are both pouring out. Uh, I don't know if you're still on that train or not, but oh yeah, uh, you know, vehemently uh, kind of need top to bottom kind of stuff. But do you think that uh, that that the investment here, or I guess that this like, do you think the Rapids going for Wheelshare is emblematic of? us deserving better like is this really better well it's like i say it, it's really difficult to say you can say that there's the possibility that it could be better um but again a lot of the reason that i'm excited about jack wilshire is the ties to arsenal if this were say mark noble um you know west ham legend I, it wouldn't speak to me in the same way um and also i think that there is a, a lot of questions to be had about whether or not uh hiring a 31 year old into his first coaching his first senior coaching job, um, if that is the right direction. Uh, but you talk about drawing a line and, and what would be better. Uh, my line in the sand has been through, you know, since Robin has been fired, I did not want to see the Rapids hire a coach from, from within the organization. Um, we have seen for too long that they're, you know, regardless of what Porig says in the nonsensical interviews, uh, we don't have a playing style. Uh, we certainly don't have one that works. And so to think that we would be able to have someone from inside the organization come in and substantially change how we play and, and to really, you know, renew what, what the Rapids can be. I, I just, there was no way that that could happen for me with an internal candidate. I still feel that way. And there's, you know, we we're talking about Jack Wilshire today, but I think there's every reason to think that, that we still have internal candidates that are very, uh, very much still in the running in this, this second round of interviews. So um, would it be something better? It would be exciting. And, and that, again, I just go back to the fact that there would be some potential for exciting things to happen with Jack. Uh, but that was my line in the sand is not to hire someone within and to go with the same old, same old. Um, so, you know, when we talk about, you know, uh, the fans, the, the players, the badge, all deserving better, we do look for investment. Um, I don't think that, that Jack Wilshire is going to be an extraordinarily expensive coach to go hire, but what, what you are investing is, you know, a couple more years, um, of the future of the Rapids and to, to put your faith in a 31 year old coach. That is an investment um, of, of a different kind and uh, one that I, I, you know, I certainly would be tuning in for. Um, do I think that we're going to go on to uh, win MLS Cup next year because we've got Jack Wilshere? That, you know, that's that's probably a bridge too far, uh, but it can for me definitely be a step in the right direction. And, you know, I'm going to I'm going to agree because um, we've had this discussion offline, you know, how disappointed we would have been if it had been someone from within. Um, because that kind of, I mean, that kind of indicates to the club's kind of ambition. And I, and I think that, uh, for me, the way I see it is I am all for the club kind of taking a creative, you know, a creative, finding a creative solution to this very, very creative problem. <laughs> right. Uh, and Jack Wilshire is a creative solution, right? 
uh, it may not be the creative solution, but it is a, you know, it is out of the box. It is, it, it wasn't something that I had expected waking up to, to read about. Right. So, yeah, um, I don't think anybody had this on the radar. DNVR was kind of doing a uh, kind of scrape in the Internet for who they thought coaching candidates could be. And they came up with a couple of Arsenal names. Jack Wilshire, not even on the list, um, which does speak to, you know, the coaching talent that's over at Arsenal right now. But, um, yeah, it's it's certainly outside the box. That is for sure. And and here's my thing. I am all for outside of the box if we if we weren't into the sixth year of outside of the box kind of signings if that makes sense uh i mean the anthony hudson one was billed to us as you know this guy uh he is an international manager but he would do great as a club manager clearly not um as was evident later on in that saga and Uh, still evident uh everywhere else he's been (laughs) Except for the national team, apparently, because there's a whole bunch of USMNT blowhards that <laughs> that that love the guy. Uh, but that's the, that's beside the point. Um, you, you know, I'm I'm all for the creativity if it came from kind of a new direction, a new kind of front office. But for right for now, if you're gonna supply Jack Wilshere with uh, a Sidney Tavares, a, a Gerspach, a Ralph Preso, a you know, you know Navarro. Even I'll, I'll toss him in because uh, I think it's time to have the Navarro discussion. As uh, DNVR has had, uh, what do you think of him? Do you think that this guy is someone that uh, you could build around? I mean, like you know, th- uh, like I, I hate that we keep that. Uh, and, and you know, this is kind of on us for not doing the weekly. But there's a lot to discuss about the Rapids, and you know, there's a, there's not necessarily you know, clear cut. This is the reason why. So, I mean, Jack Wilshire is kind of a out of the box signing still not confirmed though. So I want to temper expectations. Uh, until oh, of course happens though, but, uh, and going back to Navarro. So, yes, I mean, now let's talk about Navarro. Before we got Navarro, I was on record saying I thought we could bring in Mbappe and he would have a hard time scoring (laughs) with the team that we have behind him. When you give a striker absolutely no service, they find it very difficult to score goals. Um, You know, we we probably microwaved Yappi's development and saw him play far too many minutes at the beginning of the season. Uh, What was the goal return from that uh, experiment? Oh, yeah, he didn't score any. Um, now we've got Navarro, five million rated player. Uh, you know, the, the vaunted DP nine that everybody cries out for. What's the goal return that he's had since he's been here? One assist. Nothing. One assist. Yeah. One assist. One assist. Hasn't found the back of the net. Um, so, I mean, Navarro, he, he looks, uh, he, when he's on the ball sometimes, I mean, he looks like a player that could be a part of a decent MLS team. He doesn't look like, you know, the, the. Uh, centerpiece of that team. Um, and he definitely, with, with what he has behind him here, uh, having a flashy stud striker just doesn't really make sense when they get no service. Um, and it also leads to, to no productivity. Um, it's, it's been just dour. Um, we got a little bit of a Chris little bump. We, you know, we, in the first five games, we were what, uh, two wins, a draw avoid spoon bump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, avoid the spoon bump. But e- even in even in the games that we won, we're not creating a number of chances. No. Uh, we still aren't scoring goals in bunches. We don't um, look convincing at all. 
So, yeah. Uh, so what do I think of him now? I mean, all, all we can hope is that he comes out and shows a lot more in 2024 because uh, with this contract the way it is, I think that we're almost guaranteed to start the season with him. Um, and then we have a decision to make on whether or not we want to go spend $5 million on a player who hasn't found the back of the net in his first half dozen games for the team. So um, it, it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. But, um, you know, we, we will certainly, in my opinion, I don't think there's any way around. We're going to see him start the season next year. I hope so. If, and here's the thing. the Whoever comes in, whoever the coach comes in, it, it – I'm sure the Rapids would love to have Navarro be the guy, the the main nine, and that we're, like, feeding balls. I mean, I'll say this. Even in the small spurts that Navarro has had the ball in space and in attacking areas, he still has not been sharp enough, all right? Uh, I don't think that – I mean, I saw a ball, uh, him against Minnesota, get placed right at his foot, and he couldn't get off uh, a a decent enough chance for me to warrant him to be – I mean, even like as much as I shit on the guy, even Zardis would have probably had a look. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. I mean, he created his own chances. There's also been a lot of errant passes, lazy looking passes, in my opinion. Um, so yeah, it's um, it's tough. And you know, that's a player that if we are going to make him a piece of our long term future, he will be the highest transfer fee that we've ever paid. Um, and it, you know, uh, the, the performance on the field just doesn't at this point, doesn't justify that kind of investment. Yeah. And I mean, here's my thing, because I think we've always, we've always said that Rubio thrives when he's playing underneath someone, right. And he's been scoring some goals is, does Navarro allow Rubio to score goals? You know, there's, there's that, in, there's that kind of conversation as well, but I think I think we're at a point now where you could you could pair Rubio with anyone in the attack, and he can and he could find his shots. He can create for himself. He could he can you know the whole game, the whole attacking phase seems to just play through Rubio, right? And that case, definitely, you just, you and you just know, need to find guys that run for Rubio. We hope, and we're I'm sure you know the next time we we have a pod, it, the season will be over. Um, you know uh, we're we're nine days away from uh, the the final game at home against RSL. Um, But after that point, we're going to be talking a lot about roster construction and who's going to be back, who we'd like to see back, who who we might like to see moved on. There's going to be decisions made around Rubio. And, um, you know, I, I think as fans, I don't know how anyone could have watched this team for the last three years and not want Diego Rubio to be a part of the team. Uh, he's really been the lone attacker that has consistently provided results. And we, you know, we, we've been looking for that guy. We haven't found any other guys that are coming in and and putting up offensive numbers on a regular basis. And so, um, yeah, he's going to be, if, if I'm managing the roster going into the off season, that is my top priority. I mean, look at this. Uh, here's, here's what kind of stands out to me, right? Cause Rubio has, 1073 minutes, right? It's not a whole lot. That's about 12 11 90 minutes, you know, uh, officially it's 12. Let's say let's give him 12 12 90 minutes, right? He in just 12 games, the the in, in, in not even games, just the minutes, you know, total. He he's gotten the fourth best expected goals. And not only that, if you go to his goals minus expected goals, which is, you know, how good he 
um, has performed to his to his medium. He, he's the fourth best on the team. I mean, he he's taken thirty shots in his twelve games in his twelve nineties. That's second most on the team behind Cole Bassett. And Cole Bassett, of course, is the the leading goal scorer this year with six, which is a good, which is a really really good tally for him. Uh, I, I yeah, that's a strong return from him. We, we hopefully, you know, hopefully we have a striker next year that might, you know, provide double digit goals. Um, because but, if we, we we need goals to come from multiple sources, six from Bassett is fantastic. But I mean, the, this is coming from Bassett as a deep central midfielder, right? Because whenever he was playing underneath Robin, he was playing as a ten or as an advanced forward in that in that uh, in that five back. In that five three two, and it did not work out. <laughs> uh, whoever the coach is, if it's Jack Wilshere, please let him know that Bassett needs to play a lot deeper because this is this is the Bassett we we were expecting last year, right, to come back and and to just kind of flow right in. Whether he had to play the ten because of Rubio or not is you know like I don't know. Is that on the club for not finding a better uh, ten? Is that on the club for not getting a Jack Price? Stand in, you know, can't can't say for sure, but Cole Bassett at least, you know, he's he's making me come on here and and kind of eat crow because I was harping on him hard at the beginning of the season, and he's managed to turn it around in a position that's a lot that's a lot more beneficial for him. Yeah, he, yeah, I totally agree. I think early season there were some questions around his his body language, um, his kind of want to wasn't quite there uh, for me at the beginning of the year. That, that has changed and he's, he's putting in more miles. Uh, you know, my, just my eyeball tracking says that he's probably putting in as many miles on the field as, as anyone, uh, on either side of the ball. So, um, touche for that. And just imagine how exciting it can be to have Oli Laraz, uh, Yasuki Hanya, and you know, we've, we've already got Cole in the first team have those guys work with with Jack Wilshire for a while. And you know what? Throw in Jack Price coming back in at the six as a, as a defensive player uh, who can kind of solidify. Who knows? Our midfield might actually be decent next year. Uh, it might might be a stretch because you are that does rely on on Hanya and Laraz making the jump. But, you know, they were both as far as MLS next goes. They were the class of that league. You know what? Do you do, you, do we want to just uh Go into a little roster building scenarios here. Sure. All right. We're gonna we're gonna pick three guys each, right? Once you pick them, you can't you can't uh, you can't pick the other person. But who are three guys on this roster you want for next season? Like they are here. They are starting first game of the season. They are a piece to build around. All right, snake draft style. Yeah. Is it like we could do A B A B? Yeah, there you go. Uh, right. I'll, I'll go first, and uh, you know what? We, we've talked about him a lot already, but uh, Cole Bassett is a player that I would love to see here for the foreseeable future um, and a guy that I think that can be one of the pieces you build around. Right, and then I, guess, I guess by that extension, I'm picking Rubio. <laughs> so let's go three more. Let's go, uh, Let's let, you know, since we already talked about them, who are, who are some other guys you wouldn't mind for next season? Well, Gutman has to jump to the top of that list, right? You think? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, uh, I have a I have a different proposal. Okay. Let's because hear it. He, he is a free agent by the end of the year. Yes, he is. But there's another left back who is a free agent by the end of the year. Are you trying to get Markinich back? No, no, no. Not Markinich. <laughs> I'm talking about the best left back in the league, Kai Wagner. 
Okay. Do you, do you think that we have the kind of pull to to bring bring in the best left back in the league? Well, it's up it's up to Europe first to to kind of pull him that direction. And if he can't do it on Europe, I don't see why uh, we can't just bring in Kai Wagner. If we don't, if if you know, if you don't get Gutman, I'm just looking at the left back market. You know, uh, the upcoming left back market. You got Kai Wagner up there. Um, I'm not sure. I, I think that one might be the only one really that that would move me a lot. It's if we got him. Yeah. Well, we're gonna have to pay the man, um, and we we are full on DP slots right now. That's true. Uh, yeah, going that's into true. next year, gonna be difficult. I and I again, I just question whether or not we have that kind of draw. Uh, but it, you know, for me, we've already got the guy in house. Uh, Gutman has been probably the best player on the team for large stretches since he's arrived. And uh, you know what? He's he's a guy that I would love to see return. And, and hey, I'm with you there. You're I'm up just, next. Who you got? Who, I'm just so saying, I'm, if you got if you can get Wagner, get Wagner. <laughs> I've got Bass and Gutman. So you've got so far. Uh, you've got Rubio. Rubio Who else and, on the current team would you like to keep around? I I mean I I want us I want the Rapids to be a team that uh, invests in youth. Of course, I think that that you know it. it for as much as I hate sometimes that we get linked to so many and, and at some point you're going to have to need some veteran, some veterans in there to really like balance out the squad. But Moyes Bombito, how could you not, yep. how could you not carry that guy into at least the next four years of his career? You know what I mean? At least at the, at least at a, at an MLS standpoint, if he, if he, I mean, we've seen him get some interest abroad, but Moyes, man, I, I, I was not expecting this, to be honest. At the beginning of the season, when when we did sign him, definitely I've heard, I heard good things about him. But you know, until you see the until you see the college draft pick play, um, you don't really know. And big question marks. And I always question whether or not you know players that come through the draft have that level of talent. Uh, we he's definitely been a draft hit. Um, a reason to be excited for the draft this year, I think, as well. Uh, where we'll have, I believe, two two picks in the top ten. So, um, you know, another chance to add there. Yeah, absolutely. So my third pick, I'll take a resurgent Maxu. Really? Let's hope that this guy can, the, the player he was when he first came in, when he was bright eyed and bushy tailed and didn't realize how bad it could get over in Commerce City. Um, he played great and he was a rock. Uh, we need to have a consistent pairing. I believe you're right in saying Bombito should be that pairing. And uh, yeah, I, I think that he can get back to a level where we, we might be talking about him as an MLS all-star again uh, versus where he's been the last couple of months where it, it just appears that the season has broken him down a bit. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I kind of want more from my DP center back, mostly uh, a bit better of a defender. But uh, he's exactly what the squad wants in a – I mean, if it's him or Wilson, give me Maxo, right? But I just don't see how you can run it back with both of them. <laughs> I really no, hope, I mean, I look really at the two. For me, that's not a that's a, a cold comparison. Like, there's really no – uh, there's no doubt which I which one I'd rather have between the two. Um, Wilson has been a great servant to the club, but um, you know, with him and Abubakar, uh, last last year there were glimpses of both sides, like some regression, but then some play where you're like, okay, they can still be MLS level players. This year has been an obvious regression for both of those two, um, and that's why I think that we have to move uh, past both those players in the offseason, personally.
All right. Uh, man, you've given me uh, quite the options here. I'm not going to lie. Because there's about two There's two guys I, I'm, I'm torn between. There's one guy that uh, if I don't pick, it looks it looks terrible. Um, but ultimately, I mean, uh, I, I'm a big believer in 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 our shape, right? In solidifying the shape of the side, I think Keegan Rosenberry still does that for this team. Lock and it up. So in our top six, we've got both the outside backs taken both care the of, outside and that's backs mm-hmm. and both center backs. So, uh, shoot, I, that's that's a you know that's a good place to start. I mean, we I mean you have Cole Bassett, which is half of the mid the the pivot, right? And then you have Rubio, who can play as a striker or as a ten. I think, I think the jury, I think the jury is officially out. I think Rubio is a quality ten. I don't think he's a striker. Uh, I think so long as the club intend for him to be a a, a central attacking midfielder, he's gonna do amazing. Uh, now you just got to pair up, you know, wingers around him, get a fast pacey striker or, or not even a fast pacey. Well, it's going to be Navarro to start next year. Almost, right, I mean, right, right, he, right, he's right. paid so much and he, his contract runs through the middle of next year. Almost definitely going to be Navarro to start the season. But I mean, of all these guys, like who I want to see the entire rest, like beyond Navarro, right? Beyond kind of. Sam Nicholson, beyond Cabral, beyond Galvan, like these guys, like I, I feel like we've got a good set. Um, notice we haven't picked a, uh, I, you know, we haven't picked Connor Ronan, and I think uh, he's probably a piece that I would have loved on the 2022 team. Agreed. Uh, and I don't so think much... he's a great partner for Bassett either. So if Bassett's no. going to be a long-term fixture in our midfield, um, you know, I, I wonder how that relationship with Ronan can work given that um, it, Ronan's, uh, you know, not, not going to be the, the big challenge guy, get a foot stuck in that. And neither we is Bassett. Neither compensate. is Bassett. Exactly. They're, they're in some ways similar, uh, but I think you have, I mean, obviously the, the results show, your your goal scoring with Bassett, you've got assists coming from Ronan, uh, but the two of them together don't look like they're going to be the central midfielders for a winning team. No, and for me, um, I mean, you you we kind of been seeing that the four three three is is really where they want to go. I think if you really want both of them on the field and Rubio. Uh, you gotta get them in a diamond. <laughs> I don't. I I think I have harped on this a lot, but I think the diamond would be perfect. You just gotta get a. You just gotta get a strong six to back up uh, or to really replace Jack Price. Um, or maybe Jack Price replaces Jack Price. A healthy Jack too. Price mm-hmm. replaces an injured Jack Price, which I think would be a great result um, if if it can come true. It's always tough when you spend two years with injury, but I mean he is he is that guy. I mean he is in house right now. We do have to make another decision in the off season, but I mean theoretically he could he could be the guy still. I mean either way, I think you you'd be hard pressed to uh, rely on the depth that we have right now, which is just. Jack Price and Ralph Preso. You need, you need a couple more bodies in there. I mean, uh, I was hoping Chacon would be it, but mm. we got to talk tough about injury for Daniel Chacon. Uh, you know, where was he on loan? 
He was at, oh, man. I wish I had known. Saprisa? No. Uh, Costa Rica. What are the Costa Rica teams? Damn, I, I am... Uh, yeah, I put you on the spot there, but yeah, Daniel Cohn, uh, you know, we talked about this quite a bit earlier, a- young Alajuelense. player out of Rapids too. Yeah, Alajuense. Uh So, you know, Rapids fans, uh, yeah, I'm sure a lot of you have seen this. If you listen to us, you're probably pretty tuned in, but, uh, you know, another another injury, and it's a long-termer. Uh, we were talking about Chacon possibly being uh, a stand-in at either the six or center back spots next year, There's and something uh, unfortunately, with me- it's going to be late next year at best. There's something with me and hyping up all these Latinos, man. Because first it was Galvan. <laughs> and we can have the Galvan conversation, too. He, he has not looked like the player before his injury. Yeah, and, and, and uh, that, it looks like he's lost the plot uh, at times when it comes to just staying calm and, and like managing to be a piece. Like Sometimes when he's on the field, he is just a liability now. Um, and we have not seen any product production i mean it's it's stark contrast to to you know you were talking about the guy being a potential future mls mvp a couple of years ago um oh, he, yeah. he looks well off that pace at this point yeah i mean hyperbole aside i did have a lot of belief that he'd at least get a comeback player of the year and uh he's 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 off the uh the pace for that too it it, it sucks because uh you know he he's still only what 20 what is he 23 four 23 he's 23 maybe younger so i mean if he was like 20 coming back from this you know it'd be a different story but i don't know at that i don't i don't really know man um i'm just i'm just tired of seeing these uh these these guys come from latin american countries <laughs> come into the squad and get injured. I mean, and, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens, but yeah, that, that, not, a, I don't want to end on a bummer of a, of a, of an injury drop there, but overall, uh, I do think that the Rapids, uh, you know, we're, we're at that point now where the season's kind of ended. We're just waiting. It's all formality right now. Uh, who we hire is a, Head coach is going to be very telling. We're going to be here to talk about it, dissect it. We got a little a scoop of, of one of the candidates. Uh, if it's Wilshire, I just hope that, you know, whoever is in charge of the creative decision there can at least uh, supply the man with what he needs. If it, Stock if the it cupboard is. a bit for him would be great. Well, if you want to end on a high, uh, Rapids fans this Sunday, uh, the Rapids 2 uh, – they're going to be playing for a championship, but a real, uh, I think there's a trophy involved. Is there a trophy? Yeah. Is it a ribbon? I don't, I don't know. Um, but it's a championship. Nonetheless, uh, we take on Austin two, uh, that's at Dick sporting goods park at seven 30 PM. And, uh, I think quite a few of us are going to try to be there for that game. Oh yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll be trying to make my way there. I am going camping, so it'll be a tight squeeze, but yeah, I'll be out there. Yeah, and so uh, Rapids fans, something to be excited about. And you get to see some of these stars of the future, uh, at least theoretically and, and hopefully, but uh, guys that are, are, really, are really strong in their given league. Um, I have some questions about how great MLS Next is as a development tool, but uh, we have uh, Hanya 
and Laraz were both on the uh, the team of the season. I believe we had one more as well. Who was the, the third player? Cabral. Yeah, Remy Cabral. Uh, who Isn't scored it crazy? a boatload uh, of goals. Yeah, he, he scored like 19. Which is insane. Uh, you he should uh, go to shooting practice 19? with Kevin. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Maybe we should do like a parent trap situation and switch those two for the Salt Lake game and just we, to see what happens. We need a Freaky Friday situation. There you go. There you go. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, we've got uh, a game this weekend against Dallas on the road. Makeup game from the rain out. Uh, we pray for everyone's safety down in Dallas because the last time we went out there, people were almost killed by flying signage. Uh, but it does look like it'll be a sunny, nice night out for uh, the game on Saturday. And then we wrap up the season on the 21st at home against RSL. Uh, God help us. Is are, are Remy Cabral and Kevin Cabral twins? I don't believe they're twins. I think just brothers, but uh, I could be wrong on that. If they were twins, we could have definitely had a... Um, a situation where if you couldn't, re- I mean, I think they are twins, dude. Uh, though I do see some, I do see a distinct difference between them. If they were identical, like completely identical, <laughs> I wonder if we would have gotten a situation where uh, you could do a little switcheroo. <laughs> like the Morris twins in uh, in, the in the NBA. Yeah, they're both 24 years old. They may, they may actually be twins. So, uh, hey, you learn something new every podcast. Like, you know, uh, but yeah, do, let's go ahead and switch them up. Are you, uh, do you, do you know about the, uh, David and Joku stuff? How he got his, like, how he got like facial burns? Uh, I don't know. I, I saw that he, he had, like I didn't mask. see how Did you see him come with the mask. No. Okay. Well, he wore this cool mask to a game. I say, let's have both the Cabral brothers come, you know, faking a facial injury and you have Remy go out there and play as, as, as Kevin. Hey, uh, yeah, like just just for the Salt Lake game, just to see what happens, you know. Uh, yeah, if Remy can to... score nineteen at any level, uh, he could certainly pop in a couple for their apogee. You'd assume, especially against Salt Lake. <laughs> yeah, we need him because I think uh, you know th- this season is irredeemable at this point. Um, there is nothing that can happen that would make this even close to an acceptable season. Uh, however. Beating Salt Lake on the last day of the season would at least be like a nice little treat at the end. Uh, because I think we're all fearing the worst, uh, especially when you see um, that that Salt Lake is playing pretty decent soccer under uh, under a club legend of ours. So And they're um, better on the road. Sorry. And they're good on the road. It's, t- <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. It's going to be a rough day. Uh, no doubt about that. But, um, hey, uh, one thing I can say that is another positive, uh, it's almost over. So we've got an off season to discuss all the all the possibilities. Uh, hope springs eternal, and uh, we'll see how we start twenty twenty four. And if anything, we got the Nuggets in twelve days. The Avalanche are back. Broncos are meh. Their but, season's uh, almost over too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll have plenty of sports on, on the horizon for everyone else to uh, forget about this season. Uh, where can they find you, Jared? Uh, you can find me at the tarmac waiting on Jack Wilshire's airplane so I can be the first one to welcome him to Colorado. Uh, we've got Super Jack, uh, but no, not actually, yet, you can find me. Yet. Yeah, yeah, well, hopefully, we're, you know, I'm, I, I'm still banking hopefully on that. And like not. I said, I, I'm an Arsenal, uh, I'm an Arsenal guy through and through, uh, as is Jack Wilshire. So 
Uh, it would be huge for me personally, just saying. But uh, yeah, you can find me at Jared underscore Geisler on Twitter. Uh, you can also find me at Burgundy Social. Um, and yeah, I'll be hyping up Jack Wilshire until they tell us that Chris Little's been named the permanent head coach. Yeah, you can find me at uh, on X at Warner seven one five. Follow uh, C thirty eight at C thirty eight SG Centennial thirty eight everywhere else. Uh, it's gonna be it from us guys. We'll be back uh, maybe for the November special, and then we'll get back to a regularly scheduled podcast schedule. <laughs> uh, that'll be it from us though. You guys have a good one. Bye bye. What do you think of Tottenham? <laughs> <laughs>